the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. A little bit about myself. I'm originally from El Paso. I've been single over 40 years. Uh, I've been engaged a few times, never been married. Um, I'm from Lakewood. I'm part of a few ministries there. And that's about it. Yeah. Nutshell. <laughs> so. Thank you. Good evening. I am Lavanya Tryon. I um, have been single to debate between 33 and 34 years. I think my mom got the birth certificate wrong. But, um, another story. Um, I um, have been engaged as well. I've been engaged, well, I've been engaged once. I've been proposed to three times. And um, it's a, another story for another day. But um, I um, truly enjoy my single life right now. I am really happy where I am. I desire marriage, um, but I'm really happy where I am. So, thank you. Uh, good evening. Hello. Uh, I'm Sonia Gonzalez. I uh, attend Hope City Church now. I've uh, been involved in the singles ministry uh, off and on through the years, especially at Lakewood Church. It's where I met Tokes and Dana and several um, other familiar faces here. Uh, I am 39 years old and I am also single, desiring marriage. Uh, since the ladies brought it up, I've been engaged before. I've been engaged to be engaged uh, a couple of times. Um, and like Lavanya, I'm, I do enjoy single life. You know, we we can uh, desire marriage, but at the same time, we can also enjoy the season that we're in. And so, it's my my hope and and encouragement that uh, that we find that that peace even in this season. My name is John Kay, and um, I attend Lakewood Church. And just want to take it a, sec- a second to thank all of you for coming out and for joining us. And thank you, Tokes and Dana, for hosting this type of event. I know it's a panel discussion, if you will, but it's really a chance for us to not only, I guess, be able to impart some things that we've had, but also be able to learn from you. And so, um, yeah, just grateful for the opportunity. Um, one thing with me is I'm always trying to work on communication. So. I guess in the course of our discussions, if I say something and it doesn't come off the right way or it's not clear, please don't hesitate to ask me to repeat or restate the question. You won't hurt my feelings. So, in fact, it helps me. So, thank you. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Isaac Saravia. Um, I've been single for uh, six years and um, I attend two churches. I teach uh, the middle school children at Calvary Chapel Metro um, on Sundays, and uh, I also attend a, a church that a friend of mine just started up uh, earlier. Well, I'm sorry, we already have a year, but uh, it's called New Covenant Gathering, and uh, it's Bible-based. And uh, just a little bit about myself. Uh, I grew up in church, uh, very conservative background and things like that, uh, but I didn't come to know God until uh, about five years ago. And so um, that really changed the outlook of my life, um, the way I view 
uh, relationships and God and the Bible. Uh, I take it very seriously, so if my tone is too strong or too harsh, I apologize. Um, that's not, uh, it's not intentional. It's just that that's just the nature of, of the way, you know, things have, have come about uh, lately and uh, into my adulthood. So um, I appreciate uh, the time and I appreciate you Tokes uh, for allowing us to, you know, to just uh, talk to you guys. And uh, I'd appreciate uh, any kind of feedback um, if, if anyone has uh, any clarifications that they need uh, at the end, feel free to come up to me and, and uh, we can definitely discuss. Well, thank you. Um, anyone can address this. The first question is, why are you all still single? <laughs> Who wants to? Okay. I'm going to answer that because someone just asked me that the other last week. Why are you still single? This is my thought on who I am. Because I was engaged at 32 and did not get married. So now in the 30s, going to the 40s, is just a different time of dating, being Christian, being older. People are married. And after that engagement, I didn't date anyone until probably six years later. And it's just harder because people are already married or they're going through a divorce. Um, I'm someone that still wants children. That's harder to find. And so that's my opinion. You know, God is just waiting to put me with the right person. But um, that's what I think. <laughs> and, and I've made some mistakes on the way. And I'm learning from those. But um, I asked God, I waited and waited. And then you let me make a mistake. So I just think it's part of the plan. <laughs> I'm waiting on God. I'll tackle that one. Um, <laughs> well, you know, the, the typical answer that we say, you know, is that we're waiting on God. And I, I completely agree with that. Um, 100%. I do believe that part of it is my choice or a huge part of it is my choice. I believe anybody could be married if you want to be. Everyone in here could be married. There is someone out there that would marry you right now. You probably don't want to marry them, but which is why we're single. But um, <laughs> um, I, I sincerely feel like um, it's been a choice for me at um, different. I could either wait for the one that God has for me or I could settle. And I feel like I've had plenty of opportunities to settle. I've had plenty of opportunities for God's um, permissive will instead of his perfect will. So someone that could have, could work, you know, it would be very difficult or hard or whatever the case may be. But um, I chose to wait and I choose to wait now. So I think that's for me, my, my key component is that it's my choice right now. And until God aligns me with someone that our ministries together will be better than our ministries apart, then I choose to be single. So that's mine. Um, um. That, that's a funny question, and I ask that, too, sometimes <laughs> of myself. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was going through, it was during the holidays, and I was um, had just moved to a new apartment, and I was um, I was feeling really lonely and depressed, and, you know, as sometimes we singles tend to do around the holidays. And, and I asked the Lord, I, you know, I said, why am I still single? And, and in just as quick and as clear as the Spirit, you know, not an audible voice, but just, you know, just a knowing, so because you choose to be 
And I was really mad at that answer. <laughs> right. I was, I was like, no, I don't. Like, but, but I started to see the singleness as a different way that our lives are a product of our choices. And um, yes, God orders our steps and, and, uh, and there's a beginning and an end to every season of, of life. But uh, we are also a product of our choices. And we, uh, I think that to that time, just like Lavanya and I'm sure as many others, have had relationships that could have progressed towards marriage. But, um, you know, when you pray that prayer, Lord, if they're not the one, send them away. He sends them away. <laughs> and uh, so I always look at that as a protection. And uh, so that's that's just mine in a gist here. Thank you. I agree with everything that the ladies have said. Um, I've made my own mistakes along the way. I own that. Um, I've made restitution, you know, wherever it was available and wherever, you know, it, it was applicable. But at the same time, I also want to just encourage people that when you ask the question, why are you still single, whether it's asking us or asking yourself why, why you're still single, um, try to adopt a different perspective when you think about that. What are you doing with that time while you are single? Um, I've found that in my own life, I thought that things would have happened at, at a different pace for me um, when I was younger. I thought, you know, things would have happened and happened in a different sequence. And of course, God happened. And, you know, that tends to rearrange some things. But in the process, I've been able to, I've been blessed with the opportunity to do and see and experience a lot of things that I probably would not have been able to if things had happened the way that I expected them to. Um, because as most married people will tell you, unless they're filthy rich, when you, when you get married and when you have a family and w when you start a family, it's a lot harder to do certain things because it either costs you more money or it takes a whole lot of planning or it takes communication you know, between those two people to get on the same page of doing that. Um, I've been blessed in the past three years, had never been out of the country before, and in the past three years, I've been to 10 different countries now, um, about to be an 11th. So um, change, you know, I encourage you to change your perspective when you think about why are you still single. Don't look at it from a place of um, impatience. Look at it from a place of opportunity. What can you be doing with this time right now? Um, the reason why I'm still single is, um, again, going back to my testimony about five years ago, um, that's when God started working into my life, and when he did, that's when, um, through the word, he started implanting many truths that I had twisted. The relationships that I had been in previously had twisted my mind and my heart um, around many issues. I had trust issues, I had self-esteem issues, and all of those things, if I would have gotten married, and I did have opportunities to do that, I know that um, the issues would have only compounded, and my life would probably be in shambles right now. So I thank God for those, uh, for the teaching that 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 He did. Um, I have made mistakes along the way, just like everybody else. I, I I share. We should. We all share a common thread here. You know, we've all made mistakes. We've all prayed the prayer. You know, Lord, if this isn't from you, then take it away. We've all done that. And so what happened with me, and uh, going along with with what. Uh, gentleman here was telling us earlier is we do need to change our perspective on singleness. Jesus was a single man and uh, he maximized his life. He fulfilled the work that his father had for him on this planet. That should be my mission. 
that's what God has been implanting into my mind. So now I don't see it as a period of wasting time. Right now it is a period of refining me into a better man so that I can honor the word by loving my wife. That's it. Thank you. To kind of keep uh, things going, when people ask questions or want to ask a question, I'm just going to you know, let maybe one or two of the panelists uh, respond. Is that cool? So right at this point, is there anyone that wants to ask a question? Okay. Let's, let's know your name first. Uh, my name's Richard Keller. Um, they give a class at Lakewood called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. It runs about six weeks. Uh, I'd like to know if any of you have taken that. If you took it, do you recommend it? And if you haven't taken it, why not? Uh, I have taken it. I do recommend it because you just learn how to, um, they talk about communication, about things that, petty things, things that blow up that are small that become big and why do they, the different personalities that come together. Um, it is a very good class and it's supposed to be when you're engaged that you're taking it, working your way to get marriage and you get a discount on your marriage license. <laughs> So you could take and get married cheaper. <laughs> but I do recommend it. It is good. I have not taken the, the class itself, but I have the book. I've gone through the book and the materials associated with it. I had friends who were taking the marriage class for themselves when they were engaged. They gave me the information. And it is, you know, if uh, sometimes as single people, we're, we're not, we don't want to go to those classes, but go. Because the information there will only prepare you for what's to come in the future and there's so much that when you're dating someone you don't think to ask or have that conversation that you really need to have some some of those deep conversations so good question thank you my wife and i have taken the class and we recommend it and we got the discount <laughs> okay what types of signals do women give when they don't want to be in the friend zone or <laughs> what types of signals do women give when they don't want to be in the friend zone or in the getting to know stage of relationship you guys understand that when they don't want to be in the friend zone All right. So the way I see the question is, what what signals do women give when they're interested in a guy? Is that kind of what the question is saying? Is that what y'all get? That's what I'm going to answer. Let's hope that's what, what y'all are. So, um, <laughs> um, I'm choosing to answer this question because I kind of, it's funny because I'm kind of on both sides of it because I'm a very friendly person. Like I hug everyone that I meet and when I talk to people, I touch them all the time. And so that's kind of gotten me in trouble a couple of times where, you know, um, I've, you know, thought like I was hanging out with him and he was dating me. And so uh, I was like, where does I, where does this go? But um, all that to say, I think when I am, I don't, and this is my personal opinion, but I would I would not go up and ask a guy out. 
Like I wouldn't do that. But and uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm not a, I'm not saying that that's that's right or wrong. I'm simply telling you what my opinion is. I wouldn't do it. But I'm simply saying that there are signals that we can give as a woman that that kind of gives gives you that input. I can invite him out if we're uh, all hanging out together after church. So I can say, hey, we're all going to IHOP after you know. Um, group you want to come out and, and hang out with us and so it's a group setting there's no pressure there you're not sitting one-on-one -on -one with the person and kind of talking to them x y and z um showing interest in kind of what what they're talking about so if he tells me his favorite team is dallas cowboys whoo, then um see then the next week we you know i see him or next time i see him i may say something about that as well so kind of letting him know that i'm interested in the things that he's interested in per se is uh for me a good a good sign to to kind of say hey if you want to you know knock on the door i might open it that kind of thing does that make sense i guess anybody else wanted to chime in on that okay that's cool all righty why is understanding let me stop right there jason asked the question he said he wanted to get the guy's perspective on when a lady gives signals that she wants to be in a relationship you guys want to chime in on that So, okay, so the question is, how does a guy no, give signals? How, how, how can a girl tell you that she's a What type of okay. signals do women show to let you know they Basically, want to Basically, what do we see? I see. Just, got, you. got you. Got you. Got okay, you. Um, okay. Um, some signals that I've seen would be if a, if, if a lady is um, initiating conversation with you a lot more frequently and at... Um, shall I say, non-standard times of the day, like, <laughs> um, and, and, I'm, and I'm not talking about like, you know, midnight, you know, we're not, 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 not talking about that, but um, kind of like, throughout the work day. yeah, like either, well, it could be throughout the work day or, you know, like it's the first message that you get in the morning and it's a routine, it, it's consistent. That could be something that, that is an indicator that, hmm, maybe she wants to be more than just, you know, text friends or you know hang out or, or, or whatever um, however I would encourage the ladies here and this is not a popular opinion I'll go ahead and put that disclaimer out now so if I'm gonna get beat up so be it <laughs> um, but ladies I would I would encourage you because you have as much power as men do you have as much opportunity as men do um, we live in a society, it's 2016, we live in a world where um, women are becoming the primary earners in homes and women are matriculating through college more often than men. Women are climbing the corporate ladder and climbing, you know, different ladders of their professions at a higher rate than, rate than men. The way that they're doing that, they're not hinting that they want to be in those positions. They're not hinting that they want to move up the ladder. They're not hinting that they want to raise. They're being direct. So, again, I know this is not popular. You know, the, the, the traditional thing is give him hints, and, you know, if he's smart enough, he'll pick it up. But, <laughs> but I, I, would in, I would encourage you, if, if you want to see faster turnaround, if you want to see fast, fa faster results, it could be beneficial to practice. And, I mean, 
it's something you, you might work up to, but, you know, practice being more direct in, in different areas and then, you know, try it out, see how it goes. So if I said, if I said, hey, I'm interested in you, uh, or hey, John, you seem like a real cool guy. Can I, can we go to catch coffee sometime? You'd be completely cool with that? Oh, sorry. Um, are you familiar with the um, the background of Taffy and Creflo Dollar? No. Okay. I know they are, but I don't know. Okay. Taffy walked up to Creflo one day after service and said, I like you, and walked off. She left, she left the ball in his court. So it was up to him to either pick up the ball and keep dribbling and make the score or just let it sit there and let the clock run out. So, I mean, it's not something where you have to walk up to a person hey, I really like you. I'm trying to close this sale, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, just, 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 just make it plain. And um, because uh, a, lot of, a lot of women want the man to be the one to pursue, and that's cool. But, you know, usually a car doesn't move to light's green. So make, make, the, make the light green. So. Uh, I, I, I actually... I'm not, I'm not going to beat you up because I actually share what I actually agree with that. I think uh, <laughs> we might miss it here. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman initiating or expressing her interest in a man. Everything that my brother here said is true. Women, you know, if you're going to go ask for that raise and that promotion, you got, you've got to build up the confidence and the assurance that you can go in there and say, hey, this is what I've delivered. This is what I've brought. And, and and ask for it and uh, and yet somehow in in Christian circles women have kind of become really sheepish about it and that it's the traditional viewpoint that a man should lead and everything and that the initiating and 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 I do agree, I, I, you know as a woman too you know I, I but I also I think a lot of women we want to be the object of pursuit you know we we want to be that that woman that the man sees and that he then decides I, I shall pursue her, you know, and, and he goes, and, and there is something to that in a woman, in the spirit of a woman, that we want that. Um, but at the same time, ladies, you know, if, if there is a man that you're interested in, you know, there's, there's, you know, Ruth went before Boaz, you know, we can even make the case, too, that uh, Abigail went before David and said, when you, you know, Ab when you come to your kingdom, remember me, and guess what, he remembered her, and he went and got her. And of course, he had what? How many other hundreds of wives? <laughs> but the the point is that she made the case for herself. Uh, now, I, there's a difference between initiating and pursuing. And I think a woman, you know, I think in general, if you know, if you're pursuing and he's not responding, then he's not interested. So that and and, and vice versa. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.